Well, Gordano really, isn't it? Most certainly, Gordano yeah, it yeah, is. It is, it certainly is. Uh, listeners, welcome along to the podcast. You're welcome. You're, yeah, they're welcome. Are they? Yeah, I invited them. Did, uh, did you? I or did they just arrive there? Uh, just They just found it. No, no, no. They started to come along. No, no, I invited each and every one of them. You're very welcome. Help yourself to biscuits. There are no biscuits. Listeners, if you've brought biscuits, then you're welcome. Especially if you've brought them and they're in your breast pocket right now and you lean over and offer me a biscuit. That's a reference to what you're going to listen to if it makes the cut. So let's uh, let's do it. Sorry, not in service. Sorry, not in service. Sorry, not in service. Not in service. Sorry, not in Sorry, not in service. Sorry, not in service. Sorry, not in service. Sorry, not in service. Sorry, sorry, not in service. Not in service. Sorry, sorry, not in service. Sorry, there's loads left of this. Four minutes of this. They're in service. Sorry, not in service. Right, I can't hear it. Okay, good evening, listeners. My headphones are broken. I think my coccyx is broken. Good evening, listeners. This is Sorry, Not in Service on your local and unlocal 10 radio. Yes, precisely. Uh, broadcasting to you live from the muggy town of Wibberliscombe. Yes, um, not to be confused with a cuppy vale of Preston Bowyer. <laughs> uh, my name is Simon and I am uh, traditionally sat on the left and to the, my far right is, uh, far right. is young William, uh, a man. I jest occasionally with the fringes of rightness, but no, I'm a fundamentally liberally lefty type. Uh, William, you were um, literally just about to ask me what's going on on the show this evening. I was. I was going to do it off air, but then I realised the listeners might want to know. Eh. Quiz me. Oh, what's going on? Uh, well, we've got a packed show for you this evening, listeners. Now, listeners, uh, if you're at home, you might be, or indeed in a travel lodge in Falkirk, you might well be thinking, oh, should I watch TFI Friday coming back for one show only? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, tonight? No, no, play it down. Play it down. I was going to play that down. You're going to play it cool, yeah. like uh, Freddie Payne. Yeah, that's right. Nice. Um, yeah, you could you could watch TFI Friday regurgitating the same BS from 20 years ago, or you could listen to Ten Radio. Sorry, not in service. Regurgitating the same Barry Summers that we've been doing for the last two years. <laughs> so just slightly more modern. Slightly more modern. This is why we're we're better than than, than, than TFI Friday. That's a fair, that's a fair point because now there's a different Chris Evans. Yeah, exactly. Now it used to just be the radio DJ and my mate Phil's little brother. Quiz me. Oh, sorry. What are you doing? <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> Floundering on air. Um, we've got... Uh, what have we got here? Well, uh, at some point I'm going to play the mooted jingle. I've dimpled your uh, squeaker. I've, uh, I've got... What's Tom up to? Where? Where's Tom up to? Even? Because, of course, listeners, if you remember from the last show, he was in... France. Where's Tom up to? Suggests that he's on a journey of the mind as well as the body. Well, you might well find out the years later. Uh, we've got some delicious horoscopes coming up. Intriguing. We've, uh, we're going to learn about an American life. Aye. And we are going to find out what's happening in these here ten parishes over the next fortnight. Because, of course, this is a community radio station. And it's important that you people know what's happening here. I saw a member of the community earlier as well. And how were they? Fine. Fish and chip shop. Mm. Mm. Fish and chip shop. Yes. Yeah. Hey, get along to a fish and chip shop, guys. And uh, just kind of stand there and go, I'm part of a community. <laughs> That's all we really ever want is uh, just shut up. Shut up, Jesus. 
uh, was, uh, yes, that was uh, The Long Blonde and uh, with a pop song. Now, William, um, do you want to do an anecdote or shall I, or should we toss off for it? Um, let's go with, uh, let's go with the toss. Right, okay, fine. So, call. Head. It's Tails. Boom. So it looks like I'm going first, Rian Anecdote. So, will you ask me the question? Okay. What have you done? <laughs> what have <laughs> you done? By the gods, man. Working on a farm, sir. And yeah. uh, you may, listeners, uh, on, on our previous show, I did mention that um, we're having an op- we had an open day. Oh, yes. It was on Sunday. Yes, 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 yes. 800 people, we estimate, came through the door. Of the unwashed masses into your farm. I oh, know, it was great. It was a really nice day, actually. Really good. Um, and I, I want to talk about a couple of people that I was hanging around with. Coming through the gate was uh, a, a gentleman uh, who works for a company called Genus. Yes. Okay. Now, they, um, they provide... Um, sort of fluids that um, assist in the act of um, making a cow pregnant. Uh, I, I would have gone with procreation. Fine, because it would have uh, like it would have spared you the bit where you went making. <laughs> All right, okay, fine. Procreation fluids. Uh, that, that's to... a different. <laughs> Is it? That's too far. You see, right, so fine. Okay, but I think I think listeners of adult nature will understand where I'm going with this. Um, listeners, never mind. Now let's, uh, for argument's sake, let's call this chap Pete. Uh, because that's his name. He, um, he he arrived at the gate and he brought some brochures with him, uh, sort of detailing the different balls that they that they have on their books. That's for the year. And um, yes, and uh, he, um, he he said, "Oh, I'm just going to put these out on some tables, uh, just in case anyone's interested." And um, at that point, there was a young family who walked past, and I said to Pete, without really thinking about it, <laughs> "You're right, kids love semen." And then uh, got distracted and went off somewhere else. It was only a couple of minutes later. That I thought, what the hell have I just said? This yeah. is appalling. But at which point I ran after him and corrected myself, which made things worse because he didn't really hear it properly. Yeah, right. Well, Simon. <laughs> yes, also, why he then decided to broadcast this right from a local radio station, a community project, it's currently situated at a school that's being recorded for Ofcom. Um, because we're because we're edgy. I'm being edgy like Chris Evans. You're not being edgy like Chris Evans. Am I not? No, you're not being edgy, Simon. You are being flaccid like Chris Evans. Okay, I've got another anecdote from Open Day. Well, it doesn't involve anything like that. Does it not involve procreational fluids as you so tactfully resulted at? No, no. And it resulted in procreational fluids. <laughs> no, uh, there was a gentleman who was helping out. A nice enough chap. Uh, and he helping went out with what, Simon? <laughs> with the, uh, with, uh, the, with the, the meet, meet the and greet at the, um, at the um, gate. Had not, and, not clean uh, enough, Simon. <laughs> and um, <laughs> um, and, um, and, uh, and it's okay, I'm a radio DJ. It, it, it's all fine. Um, it's fine. But in the 21st century. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, um, he, went, he went off to get me a coffee and he came back, he said, here's your coffee or oh, I've got a biscuit for you later as well it's in my top pocket and uh, <laughs> right, okay, that was odd enough and then 20 minutes later, Tim leans over sort of breast pocket, sort of leaning into me and goes, Bis- biscuit <laughs> you're fine, thanks Tim oh, I didn't ask you if you wanted to play a game, did he? <laughs> no <laughs> am I going to be remonstrated at when I press play well? no no. Oh, you fire away, boy. You fire away. I'm going to go eat a biscuit. <laughs> Press play. Twang. Twang. Um, I will be able to leave here with you, right? Cause yeah, that's fine. I'm driving. Thanks. I'm working tomorrow morning. Um, that was the Franz Ferdinand. Interesting yes. fact, Will. Yeah. Uh, that Franz Ferdinand and the group Sparks, this town ain't big enough for the so-and-sos. Um... <laughs> They have, uh, they've, they've done an album together. They've called their band FFS. 
you know, like Franz Ferdinand Sparks. Oh, I see. I for, get it. For flip's sake. Oh, I get that as well. Right, yes, okay, yes, I you see. do more often than you uh, want. Um, William, I've done it's a rather unsavoury concept. I've done a charming anecdote. Would it you, wasn't that charming? Son. Would you reciprocate with your own charming anecdote? Re your past fortnight. I kind of wish I'd won the coin toss now because I'll be honest. My my anecdote that I'm just going to throw out is not arguably as good. But it still contains some entertaining stuff. Well, but even so, <laughs> I mean, really, Simon, your language, your behaviour, your attitude towards procreational fluids. Anyway, I've been working for an old woman. <laughs> yeah, I've been working for an old woman. I've got to put up a trellis for her. Oh, so you've been doing some gardening? Gardening work. work. It's lovely outdoorsy work. It's great this time of the year. Going to mm. be regretting it later in the year. Um, but yeah, digging uh, big holes and stuff like that and workity workity work, 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 work. Now, one of the holes I dug for one of the posts. Yeah. The bottom of it. Yeah. Just before I was going to pour in a load of concrete. Yep. Slow worm. Ooh, okay, now they're on the endangered list, aren't they, listeners? Numero uno! <laughs> on the endangered list! Yeah, screw the, the slow worm. Screw the rhino. Numero tuzo! Um, oh, well, no, um, um, yeah. Uh, uh, um, do they bite? Right, okay. They're snakes. Right. At first yeah, I sure. thought it was just a big worm. Yeah, okay. But then I thought you're moving fast. Mm -hmm. Slow worm? Most like. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I don't really want to just leave my hand in there and pick it up, because... You know, it's nearly the size of my little finger. And equally, you don't probably don't want to be pouring concrete on an endangered species and have it, you know, sleeping concrete shoes on or whatever. The I, 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 I think it. I think the Raspasa would take a, a dim view of that. Of course. So, excuse me, sir. I can't even notice you just poured concrete all over a black rhino. <laughs> what do you think you're doing? Well, fifteen quid an hour. Uh, fair enough, sir. Fair enough, sir. Uh, uh, as you were. Um, so uh, yeah, I got broken up from my industriousness by all this. Mm -hmm. And I ended up just kind of standing back from the whole situation, just kind of looking at it. And then I heard from the garden next door, which I kind of looked over, that was on a little rise, I just heard a gate opening. And you kind of turn automatically towards any noise. And in my moment of confusion about what to do, a man just walked into the next garden, just kind of idly eating a pack of Watsits. Right. And he, uh, he just kind of glanced up at me, we'd had one of those brief, awkward moments of eye contact, I looked away, he looked away. And he walked over to a big shed. Yep. And there was a kind of large scuffling noise. Right, okay, that's fine. I'm just going to carry on trying to work out what to do about this slow worm. And then uh, I heard a door open, mm -hmm. and he just walked up to the other end of the garden, flanked by two wolves. Actual wolves. Actual wolves. Wow. And then he just kind of pottered around the garden, eating his what's it. This is a big lawned area. <laughs> I'd say about 40 foot by 20 foot. It's yeah. just potted around, eating Watsits, and then every now and then one of the wolves would jump up, rear up on its hind legs and put its front paws on his shoulders, and he'd just kind of use the hand that wasn't carrying the Watsits to just ruffle <laughs> behind its ears. <laughs> king of... Me king animals. Of, king of man animals. animals. King of man animals. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And just did you, like, did you converse with him after this? Or? I couldn't quite work out exactly what to say, because... I mean, the obvious thing is... Wolves! Yes. <laughs> but I don't want to say just wolves. That would mark me out as some kind of a fool. I tell you, you could have played it cool and go, hmm, what's this? <laughs> That's true. I mean, I haven't had what's it in absolutely ages. Out of your wolves. <laughs> Struck up a what's it conversation. Yeah, precisely. I didn't manage to do that. Um, all, all I did was just try and ignore him as much as possible. And then just before he left, uh, he just uh, called over to me and went, oh, uh, um, when I go, they'll, they'll probably howl a bit. I went, I went, oh, 
Well, who, who doesn't? <laughs> I, I know I will. <laughs> Did you actually say that? Yeah. Amazing. I, I kind of ran out of words to say after watching The King of Men and What's It. <laughs> Jeez Louise. That's a stunning anecdote. And I also like the fact that the slow worm was something of a red herring. Well, yeah. I just poured the concrete in. <laughs> Yes, there we are. <laughs> Sorry, listeners, uh, we, we, we got a little bit confuddled there because we yeah. realised that it was a one minute 30 song. Yeah, it's always a bit confusing, isn't it? Yeah. And look, Simon, the very next song on your CD, seven minutes. That would have been perfect. It would have been ideal. We could have gone for Toby Carvery. <laughs> or two. And, uh, but, um, we, and you um, ought to. Anyway, so there we are, listen, bit, bit, bit befuddled. Only a little bit befuddled. Simon, I actually had to go to Toby Carvery recently. <laughs> How was it? Um, it's a bit much. I'll tell you what, the, the problem with the Carvery, Simon... Mm. There's nobody there to say stop. <laughs> You're practically <laughs> encouraged to carry on, aren't you? You, you basically are, and, the issue, and yeah, it, you, you feel slightly resentful if you go away with a plate which isn't specially constructed to hold as much as possible. <laughs> well, not like you know, oh, everybody else looks like proper engineers. <laughs> yeah, precisely. So um, I'm going to give you a brief overview here. What you can do is you're going to be given the meat in slices, right? Yeah. So what you can do is you can use broccoli or sprouts mm -hmm. underneath the um, edge of the meat, right, towards the outside of the plate. Oh, so do you sort of create a meat... create a meat bowl. Meat bowl. A meat bowl. Create a meat bowl. <laughs> you create yeah, a meat you know, bowl, yeah. and you can um, use carrots or any other sticked items mm. to create, like, kind of sound structure. Yep. And then into the middle, you can start piling the rest of it, your more fluid elements. Yeah, sure. Your, your gravies. Your gravies. Your, 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 your horseradishes. Um, also, things like uh, mash or red onion and cabbage. Oh, yes, very yeah, nice. Yeah, you see, you get it all into there. The and, bowl, um, yeah. yeah, basically, then you drink uh, two pints of beer while studying this thing, and then go... Ah, uh, this is a bit much. I don't know how to start. You take a piece of broccoli out from underneath one of the meat wedges, it all falls over, and then you go, well, it's only a fibre. <laughs> Throw it against the wall and walk yeah. out again. First world problems. <laughs> <laughs> oh, William, if you'll permit me, hashtag first world problems. I will permit you, hashtag first world problems. Splendid news. Lovely stuff. Supergrass, anyone? <laughs> and speaking of the 90s, Simon. Yes, sir. What is today, Simon? Today, ladies and gentlemen, of course, is Jurassic Park Day. Jurassic Park Day! Congratulations, one and all. We finally made it. Well, what was behind your um, Jurassic Park uh, Day advent calendar? Oh, what it was, today? it was a picture of a, uh, a triceratops. Yep. And it was smoking a cigar and had a top hat. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> Mine, in my calendar, I opened it up and I was delighted to see that it was a, a lawyer on a toilet. <laughs> so, uh, oh, lovely know. stuff. Yeah, so that was that's wonderful. Yes, Mary, of course, Jurassic Park Day because the new Jurassic Park film is out, William. Yes, oh. critically, it's not called Jurassic Park, but it's still Jurassic Park Day. That's it's it. like Xmas, Christmas. Hey, it's all about presents. <laughs> exactly, and what a great gift uh, the uh, good people from Hollywood have, uh, have given us. William and I uh, were, were very lucky boys to uh, to have gone to uh, come to actually see the new Jurassic Park film last night, in the dead of night. Yes. Phoned William up at nine p.m. and uh, said, "Look, do you want to come and watch uh, Jurassic Park? Quarter past ten. And uh, he reluctantly agreed. And you're uh, scuppering our, our credentials as uh, cutting edge DJs. So that's the dead of night. <laughs> 
Quarter past ten, by the Lord! Well, yeah, I mean, it was shocking. Uh, school night, and uh, so we went, to, we went to watch it, didn't we? And it was, it was, I quite enjoyed it, because I, I love Jurassic Park. Yeah, um, it was amazing. And I would recommend that anybody, everybody else does, even if you have never seen any of the previous three. And the previous three are some of the finest films that are ever made. Three out of the top four, I would say. Um, if you haven't seen either of those previous ones, yeah. and you're interested in checking out what everybody's talking about today, i.e. Jurassic Park 4, uh, then now uh, we... We, we, we've uh, we've created uh, a little sort of catch-up service, if you will, and yeah. uh, press play, and we'll we'll find out. Let's have a listen. Sam Neill and Jeff Goldblum Dickie Attenborough and some dinosaurs It's a broken future zoo It's Jurassic Park By the third one they got William H. Macy It's amazing. Oh my god! It's incredible. It's it's incredible to know that even right from the start, from the moment that iconic music was written by John Williams, mm -hmm. they knew William H Macy was going to be um, the lead in the third one. <laughs> William H Macy, indeed. William H Macy. Well, it was uh, listeners. Uh, in it was uh, a wonderful evening, and we thoroughly recommend it because Jurassic Park and Ace. It, it is. It's yeah. got dinosaurs. <laughs> it's, got, it's got dinosaurs. Yeah. I like the dinosaurs. And it's got one-liners. I like the one-liners. Uh, yeah. yeah, and it's got... Um, what? Uh, uh, God. It's got some baby dinosaurs. It's it? got baby, baby dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Yeah, baby dinosaurs. Right. And I, oh, I tell you what else it's got. It's got future tech. Oh, it has, not it? It's got and genetics. Tech. Genetics. Which very... is sort of going back to what we were talking about earlier. It, it is, in a sense, isn't it? Is, uh, gen... Yeah, precisely. Yeah. And William, of course, is wearing... No, no his... one stumbled over the words for um, how on earth you might create more dinosaurs in Jurassic World, did they? No, no. What, well, the magic no. phrase? What, procreation procreation fluid. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, William, because it's this special uh, Jurassic Park day that we've all been celebrating, I yeah. made sure that I opened my Jurassic Park presents this morning and had a special Jurassic Park lunch. Lovely. Uh, William's wearing, of course, his InGen T-shirt that I bought him for Christmas last year. Yeah. Uh, InGen being, of course, the fictional company who set up the original park. Uh, I don't really want to like interrupt this song too much, but uh, I just won the Euro Millions. 
Obviously, that's a contextual joke based on the lyric. Never mind. on the outside of a roller disco hall. At the age of seven, his mother, a long-suffering mime artist, forgot about him when at the counter of her local store and walked off without him. Unable to cope with the crying, the clerk handed him over to a family of dingoes who raised Brunswick as one of their own. The pack of dingoes taught him to hunt, which over the years has been used to great effect in his detective work. He has detected his mother, the clerk, the police officer who saw the clerk trying to feed a baby to a dingo, and his old kindergarten teacher, Mr. Kimball, and dispatched them all. God bless you, Brunswick Phillips, and God bless America. Time by just saying, Usa. <laughs> that's true. Usa, 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 Usa. So that's another extraordinary American life there on Ten Radio. Uh, William, I, I understand we've had some correspondence from our ace, ace listeners. Saying, sorry, you okay. can Better. Yes, we've had some extraordinary correspondence. Some. Do you remember earlier I was talking about the way that you could be part of a community at yes, a chip sir. shop? Yes, at a chip shop. At a chip shop, Simon. Yes, right. Everyone goes to chip shops, literally everyone. More so than they go to church these days. Everyone goes to chip shops every day, all the time. Guess who was at a chip shop, chip shop earlier? Um, yeah, I could just about make it out here from here. Barry Summers. Yeah, yes. Yes. Yeah, Barry Summers! And he said he was part of that chip shop community. Simon, how did the Open Farm event go? Covered that. Simon covered that in expletives and difficult content. Did Gordano do her stuff? 
Uh, Gordano the cow, my favourite cow at the farm, Gordano, of course. Uh, she was um, she was aloof, but I did find her, um, and um, she was uh, lying down in one of the barns, and uh, there was there's slats on the roof of the barns, oh, yeah. and it was a sunny day, yeah. and the sun was shining through the slats, and bless her, Gordano, I have got a photograph of this, might put it up on the website, had a lovely sort of shard of light going all the way down the side of her face, who looked like a sort of David Bowie cover act. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I was delighted with that. So, yeah, there'll be a photograph up on the website of um, Gordano doing her Bowie impression for Open Farm Sunday. David Bowie. Bo- Bovine. Yeah, Bo- it's Bowie very good. Vine, but it doesn't quite scan, though, does it? The no. vowel sounds are off. No, it, Bowie, it was good. Bo- yeah, that's, that's pretty groovy. That's lovely stuff. And um, apparently... Oh, thanks, Simon. He's going to be watching TFI in eight minutes. Seven minutes. Six and a half minutes, Barry. Listeners, don't listen to that. That's t- actually enough time. You could boil quite a big kettle um, and then, like... Sort out a thermos. Is it on uh, commercial television? Mm-hmm. Uh, you find. Don't need to worry about the thermos. Maybe you could go for something like you could go for quite an extensive sandwich. You could ruin a boiled egg in six minutes. You um, could actually, couldn't you? We've had a, we've had another email, extraordinarily enough. Well, two. Two, yeah. Well, it is quite extraordinary. Well, uh, that is for us actually, isn't it? From a, a gentleman by the name of Phil. Phil, and he doesn't give a surname, which is exciting. Um, but we do. He does work for a company called Concept Stairs, uh, conceptual stairs if you need them. Um, Phil writes, Gordano, greetings from a new listener, um, which presumably I don't think he means that he's just he's sort of, you know, recovered from a bout of deafness. Uh, recently discovered... Or just been born. Or just, just born. Um, in yeah, in which case... on his name badge, Phil, I wasn't born yesterday. <laughs> brackets, I was born today. Um, <laughs> greetings from a new listener. Recently discovered your mirthful musings on the interweb and I've been stalking you ever since. Um, currently about to tune in, uh, in the tr- from the Travel Lodge in Falkirk uh, whilst working up here this week past and we'll be talking about the future later. Uh, heading back home to Milverton tomorrow, uh, it's next to Preston Bowyer. Uh, off to a scythe fair on Sunday, somewhere near where I live, organised by a person I am married to. Phil, thank you very much for your email, thank you for listening. Uh, and um, William's literally drawing what looks like a cubist phallus on his piece of paper there. No, it's a, it's a guy in a top hat and big goggles. Obviously, right. Oh, yeah, I actually hadn't looked at it in that respect. <laughs> yeah, looks like a, a shaft and some balls. So, uh, listeners, um, William, have you got anything else to say or do before playing another song? Uh, I don't like that picture anymore. I was quite happy with it before. He looked like a kind of kooky man. Um, phew, yeah, let's just play the bills. Have we got any else? No, and, uh, end of the link then. That's not peace at least. Well, that was The Bills with Nowhere To Be and All Day To Get There, which is one of my favourite walking to work songs. Right, okay. Yeah. Isn't that kind of... What? Well, I mean, what, what was the line again? Nowhere no, To Be and All, and all day, day To, to get, get There. But, but if you're walking to work, surely you've got somewhere to be and a set amount of time in which you need to be there. I do need to clock in. And I do work at <laughs> a building which is... Stationary. Stationary. It's one of those stationary <laughs> buildings I have these days. I have, I have read about them. I have read about them. Have I, you? Yeah. They're uh, all the rage, you know. They're, uh, the, they're the caves of the 21st century. <laughs> or the houses of the 20th century, but now in the 21st century. Or buildings. Crikey, William. That's literally the most exciting thing I've ever heard. Speaking of exciting things, well, William. since Jurassic World. <laughs> um, have you heard of such a thing as cricket? Oh, as in, it's just not cricket to describe all the things that aren't. Yes, that's right. Have you heard of a country called New Zealand? I have heard of a country have called New Zealand. Have you heard of a, uh, a fielding position within the sport of cricket uh, called a wicket keeper? That's the man who kind of squats down behind right. the uh, sticks. Yes, uh, the uh, New Zealand team are touring e- England at the moment, and uh, their wicket keeper has a fun name, and I think you might enjoy his name. 
Can I, can I leave it to the Test Match Special broadcasters and the Cricket on 5 broadcasters to reveal what the New Zealand wicket keeper's name is? Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. Bronky. 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 Ronky, 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 my thing that I tend to do with nearly all songs. Obviously, right. The uh, Ronky no. Dong song. No. So ne- nearly any song, what you can do is just kind of bounce along with the rhythm and the uh, pitch of it mm-hmm. using uh, Ronky Donk. Ronky Donk. So yeah. would you mind doing that for Nowhere to Go and Everywhere and All the Time in the World to Get There? Yeah, sure. Yeah, there you go. Bring it down a bit, boy. But Ronky Donkey, Ronky Donkey, Ronky Donkey, Ronky Donkey, Ronky 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 Donkey, Ronky Ronky Donkey, Ronky Ronky Donkey, Ronky Ronky <laughs> Certainly wonky radio. Some of the wrongiest radio we've ever broadcast. <laughs> I'm delighted that you enjoyed the wrongy thing because it took me about four hours to uh, leave through all of the broadcasts oh, oh, to oh, get there. About about three seconds in, I did start thinking, are any of these repeating yet? <laughs> no, none of them. They're all. Yeah, I could have ju- repeated could, them, Simon. Could have chucked in some repeats, couldn't I? <laughs> Chose not to. This is being mooted as a... That's being mooted as a... This next song I'm going to play is being mooted as a potential replacement to the theme tune of Newsnight. Mooted as a... Mooted as a... Mooted as a... Mooted as a... This one's being mooted as a... That's being mooted as a... It's being mooted as a potential replacement to the theme tune to, um, to Blue Peter. Allegedly. 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 And listeners, you'll be delighted to know that the following piece of music has been mooted as a potential replacement to the theme tune to the 10 o'clock news. Hot milk. Why why are you doing who are you? For goodness sake. What's going on? It's unbelievable. I'm so delighted. F off. That is hashtag totes wicked. Are just some of the phrases you'll be probably hearing on Saturday, June the 20th, as Hewish Champflower's annual Build a Bridge Out of Bits of Stoat competition gets underway. Competitors will be provided with a basket of stoat parts and two rolls of gaffer tape on one side of the River Tone, with the target of building a serviceable bridge by nightfall. The stoat parts will be donated once again by the Women's Fellowship. And the Perpetual Village Fate Machine has, obviously, been churning out bunting and sandwiches without any forethought or human intervention. At present, the Critical Mass Horizon is scheduled for Father's Day, so be sure to all chip in and make it look like we wanted this to happen. As the machine slogan says, What have we brought into the world? Springwatch will be filming in Battleton throughout next week. Messrs Packham, Strachan and the third one the other two don't like will be arriving in their gold helicopters on Monday afternoon. 
For the residents of Battleton who have not yet received their instruction from the BBC, it is imperative that you are dressed in your wildlife costumes ready to be filmed by 6pm at the latest. The producers are especially keen to film residents masquerading as green-winged teals. And as I'm sure you've all spotted, July is going to be Posters Month. The 10 Parishes Incident Awareness Coordination Manager, Malthusius Slags, has been setting up circuses, live music shows, elections and jumble sales to make sure everyone knows posters are coming to town. Do you like to make love in the woods whilst being filmed by our librarian? Well, you're just the sort of person that Milverton amateur filmmaker Dennis Morrison would like to hear from. Dennis has nearly finished financing his upcoming remake of King Kong and needs budding actors of all genders to make his dreams a reality. Auditions will be held at Dennis's house from 7pm on the 19th and filming will begin almost immediately. King Dong is due for release the following Tuesday. That sounds lovely. And uh, Wrenchfest 2015 is starting up on Saturday the 39th and is scheduled to run until the start of the year. Wrenchfest has always been a great opportunity to somehow achieve the impossible and this year is set to be no different. Newly arrived parish priest and only known survivor of last week's Stagumba wildfire, Jungian archetype, assured us here at Sorry Not In Service that Wrenchfest is an important time for the religious calendar. Quote, the three gods into the one god forming the trinity. There's only one word for that. Wrenchfest. And that's what's going on in the ten parishes this fortnight. Thanks, tune yards. Yeah, it's always good to know when somebody's a real thing. Yes, no, that is true. William, are you a real thing? Uh, I'm a real thing. Yeah, excellent, lovely stuff. Yeah, Simon, real... Simon, Simon, are you are you an abstract noun? <laughs> yes, that's what happens. I am. Oh dear, you're not a real thing. No, but no. then the dichotomy between me, the real thing, and Simon, the unreal thing. That's what kind of creates the enjoyment of the show, the isn't spark, it? The spark, if you the will. The spark, yes. The meeting of matter and antimatter. Uh, Shut up, anti-matter. Uh, and uh, there we are. And of course, matter. Now I tell you what. I tell you what. Who is a real thing? Will on real on a real journey with a real life, mm. up to real things. Right. Okay. Uh, it's Tom. Oh, that guy. Should we find out what Tom's been up to? Uh, oh, hang on. Yeah. What is Tom up, up to now? Hello. Guten Tag. Uh, is that Tom? Uh, Tom speaking. What in the wide world of European travel are you doing right now? I am uh, uh, dancing to reggae music in nothing but a cow in the city of Prague. <laughs> Cheshire Sinoblin! Um, that Czech Republic is great. Bye, Tom! Bye! <laughs> what is Tom up uh, uh, to? On holiday. Now. That's what he's up to, Will. That's what he's up to. Now, a couple, couple, couple of things. Uh, f first thing, uh, I think there's only one thing of note in there, but carry on. No, well, I, I might add another one in. I misheard him saying dancing to reggae music in nothing but a towel, and promptly texted him back saying, um, would it be too much to ask for a photo of you wearing a cow? I, nothing I, I, but I, a cow? I thought he said he was dancing to reggae music wearing nothing but a cow. Simon. Yes, sir. Tonight, right, we're, we're, our original theory for tonight was it was going to be the Jurassic Park Day special. Yes. Right. How come tonight seems to be largely uh, human involvement in bovine procreation night? <laughs> <laughs> you can have two things on the same night. 
Yeah, but I mean, one, one of them starts seriously overlapping the other. And, you know, that thing happens to be human interaction in bovine procreation. Mm. Yeah. Well, and I mean, Friday night is human interaction in bovine procreation night on BBC Two. <laughs> <laughs> what was the well, other thing you wanted to call me up on there, Will? Yeah. Um... Ah, but Czech Republic is great? Yeah, yes, of course. Now, several years ago, I went to the Stonehenge uh, summer solstice. I think it was 2004, I want to say. Um, and so, yeah. we met, oh yeah, 2004, we met, amongst others, someone from Holland, <coughs> somebody from the Czech Republic, <coughs> someone from Poland, Easy. and someone from Latvia. Ooh. And as it happened, those four teams, as I remember, were in the same group in the European Championships, the football. Oh yes, I've, I've just remembered, yes, of so, course. I can't remember the Dutch one, but Cheshire Sinoble, yeah. Czech Republic is great. I want to take the last. Which one do you want to do? Latvia. Yeah, okay. Uh, Polski Jespaniar yeah. is Poland is great. Yeah. Big hit on the farm with my Polish chums. And William, can you remember what Latvia is great? I is? seem to recall it was Latvia Hirosha. Yes, it is, sir. So Latvia Hirosha. Uh, Tom did text me back to say he's. Well, he, he thinks that um, Cheshire Stanoble means something uh, deeply grotesque and he's not going to go about using it in the streets of Prague. But Hang the, on a minute. The joke's on him because, of course, it's lovely. Right, are you sure? Yes. Oh, no, I might have been duped. Oh, so you haven't actually checked this back? I don't know how to spell it. So now you might have used a, a Czech um, curse. A Czech, not curse. A, curse. a Czech curse. <laughs> um, yeah, but right. No, you might have used a, a, a Czech obscenity. Yes. Yeah. And that's a good point. I keep saying Polski Espanol to sort of entertain my Polish work friends. It might be something dreadful. I've no idea about Latvia Hiroshima as well, and I've been using that for some time. Oh dear. What's the fourth one? Uh, it was Dutch, you can't remember. Oh yeah. That's probably the best. <laughs> and... Here comes the pop music. Zodiac signs are an important part of who we are, but astrology is so much more than personality traits. The constant motion of the planets affects our lives in the boardroom, the bedroom, and everywhere in between. From St. Augustine to Russell Grant, many have tried to harness the awesome power of the Zodiac. But one man stands tall above all others and will guide you through the mystical world of this most astronomical of phenomena. Welcome to Horoscopia. mark on your hand is nothing to worry about and certainly hasn't been placed there by agencies unknown to either you or nearly all of your acquaintances forget about it or at least stop asking people about it the mark on your hand is nothing you can do anything about Taurus I told Ares not to do anything about the mark, just like you asked. If there's anything else you need, then don't hesitate to ask. To think how many people honestly seem to think cosmic ordering doesn't work. Edmund was the perfect plant. Gemini. On Tuesday, you will discover that whilst the general consensus of your peers is that all politicians are liars, 
Your peers are, in fact, lying. On Wednesday, you will suddenly stop reading Hansard in a moment of epiphany. On Thursday, you will be shuffled out of the cabinet. Cancer. A guiding hand will show you the way through this week's trials. Follow where the hand points. Keep a firm grasp on the hand's harness. People will attempt to wrest your trophy from you. Leo. After a fight with a pig, most people would at least shower or decompose, depending on the result. It's not always good to stand out from the crowd, Leo. Your bruised fingers will scarce be able to manipulate the strings of a banjo ukulele anyway. Try learning how to play Foggy Mountain Breakdown some other time. Virgo. The trials of life are like waves crashing upon the shore. You can stand fast against them, buffeted but unchanged. In time, these waves might make an impact on you, but the change will be imperceptible. Except that on Friday, the cliff-top monastery of your patience will finally fall in. Libra. Try not staring too hard at the sun. I know it's tempting, but you're making the sun nervous. Nobody likes a nervous sun. And it's really throwing off the horoscope readings for Rigel 5637K. Those guys have got some pretty weird horoscopes this past month. Scorpio. On Tuesday, you will make significant headway in your quest to find yourself. This will not entirely be a product of your own endeavor, and it could be more accurately said that yourself will find you. On Wednesday, yourself will walk into work, and not one of your colleagues will notice the blood under yourself's fingernails. Sagittarius. Congratulations on winning the competition. You got tickets to the Foo Fighters. Life doesn't get any better. Seriously. Capricorn. The best thing about the following week will be found in the arms of a friend. I think we all know what's meant by that. I don't think there's any room for misinterpretation there. Aquarius. Politely decline all offers of a spree. Sprees can regularly result in a lot of regret and melancholy. Neither shopping nor killing sprees will fix any of the problems in your life. The polyphonic spree might help, but they're not on offer. 
Pisces. Due to a scheduling error, you will now be single for the next 32 years. We would like to take this opportunity to apologize for the next third of a century and the tears that will characterize it. Your intended partner has inadvertently been matched with your best friend. Don't try and correct this error yourself, as it's too late. Simply too late. I am a core. Yes, it's time for some junk mail, listeners. Uh, subject from Diplomat Desmond Favour. Uh, <laughs> dear Sir Slash Ma'am. Desmond Favour sounds like a fantastic <laughs> euphemism. <laughs> yeah, either that or... Mate, can you do us a Desmond Favour? <laughs> either that or a <laughs> shit musician. <laughs> I just realised I blew my horn and then swore when the horn ended. Um, I wish to confirm to you that finally solid arrangement has been made with United Bank of Africa to transfer your total sum of three and a half million US dollars. What is it with the United Bank of Africa? Yeah, they're great guys. Oh yeah, wouldn't they? Yeah. Um, blah, blah, blah. Uh, benign, uh, benign, Benin Republic political election is coming by. Unfinished transaction by them would be difficult to accomplish because the government will be terminating all funds from their, for their campaign election, which is selfish. Well, so uh, hang on a minute. So the Benin so, Republic, the the government, I think very similar to um, uh, Good Luck Jonathan's yeah. wife on the last show. Uh, because an election's coming up, they're not going to spend any more money uh, because they're putting it all towards their campaign election, which, as uh, Desmond Favour points out, is selfish. It is quite selfish. Mm, yes. He's a brave man to uh, make such uh, accusations. Yes, but I, I think he's right. Yeah. I, th I think he's right. Okay, I, th so, I think he's very So there's right. this money yeah. that's there's three and a half million US dollars that's waiting for me. I've got to get in there quick. Following okay. co following paragraph. Therefore, nothing should hook you back from contacting the bank right now. What? <laughs> <laughs> nothing should hook you back. Nothing should hook, hook you, you back. back. So he's so either learned how things, how human interaction works from rugby. Or like kind of slapstick stage shows. <laughs> I just think he's a really cool guy and he's invented a new phrase that I'm going to use. Hey man, nothing should hook, hook you back. <laughs> Follow their instruction and bet me 101% you will laugh out loud in joy within 48 hours. <laughs> Do you like that little phrase there, Will? That's amazing. So bet me 101% that you will laugh out loud within <laughs> with joy. Yeah, with within 48 hours. That's... I mean that's great. I mean that's fa that's fantastic news. If it's looking like you're going to laugh out loud with joy within 48 hours, I'll, take I'll, the bet. Take the bet. I'm literally quids in. Um, Desmond then goes on to explain. He sort of he's, he's he's been a bit tardy with getting this information to me. He ends his email with, "Once again, I'm very sorry for the delay, but it's never my fault." <laughs> Regards, Mr. Desmond Favor. Desmond Favor sounds like a mega dude. Thank you very much, Desmond. Desmond and invents expressions all over the place, and it's never his fault. <laughs> it's never his fault. <laughs> nothing, nothing should hook me back. 
no, from claiming my three and a half million US dollars. Yeah. <laughs> so there we are. Um, <laughs> right, junk mail over. Hang on, we need a jingle for the end of junk mail. Junk mail over for another day. It was fun, mainly because it was short. The Bowery riots there with nothing I can do. And there certainly is nothing you can do. <laughs> There's certainly nothing you can do about the fact that we're leaving shortly. We certainly are. Isn't it sad? Is it sad? It's not sad. Oh, that, that de-escalated fast. <laughs> Yes, like a, uh, a balloon at the hands of a bear. Uh, William, it's probably about time that we uh, furnish the listeners with news about what we've learned in these last two hours. Mm, it is time. Procreation fluid might get us into a spot of bother with Ofcom. Wolves and Watsits go together like slowworms and cement. More anecdotes should end with, and then I just poured the concrete in. Ronky, 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 ronky. Probably best not to mention what's on TV when you're on air. And finally, Desmond Favour spawns expressions faster than human comprehension. And that's what we've learnt on Sorry Not In Service this evening. We'll speak to you in a fortnight and uh, just best of luck, really. Yeah, yeah, good luck. You'll need it. Closing the show, we hope you've learnt your lesson. Now just starting to see the light. And that was the podcast. Well, it most certainly was. Yeah. It was a little bit more uh, rooty tooty this week, wasn't it? It was. There was, there was some rudeness and some crudeness. Rudeness, crudeness, but levity. Balancing it out. That's right. Because rudeness and crudeness, of course, is never levitious. <laughs> what, what's the word for levity? Le- 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 levit- Levi- Levitationist. Le- Levitationist. Yes, that's right, sir. Yes, that's right. So, uh, oh. so, so because it weighs you down being rude and crude. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed it. Oh, and just a thought. Of course, uh, if you were unfortunate enough to miss TFI Friday, the glorious return thereof, and you were stuck listening to this BS, this Barry Summers, then, uh, then of course, you could use the, um, the, the catch-up service on Channel 4. Uh, for, uh, all four. All four, that's new right. New Look All Four. Yes, of I'll tell you the thing I've noticed about New Look All Four. Yes. Uh, they seem to have even fewer adverts now. <laughs> There's about three that are on hard rotation. Oh, uh, yes. No, I, yeah, you're quite right there. Just pirate stuff. Well, just listen to our back catalogue. It goes on a bit. <laughs> if you're looking for something to do whilst building a trellis, I can heartily recommend staring at some wolves and listening to our podcast. <laughs> why, not, why not rewind and start again? Yes, your life. 